Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, everybody? You know what it is. It is MasterChef time. So we have beef skewers. We got eliminations and we got properly one of the most intense episodes yet. Let's go. Let's get it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Does it? Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, Frank. You missed this. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Double dose. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh. <laughs> Sing it too if you want. This is so funny to me. I can't tell you. <laughs> like I really didn't miss the finger points. I I did. There like I Joy for I you. thought I I thought I think I still hate it, but <laughs> I think I really didn't miss it. Like sometimes you, yeah. you don't dislike things, but you miss it and um yeah, um, and shout out to our engineer for picking the song yeah. um, because, you know, he's a hater. So um, that's what right. that is. I'm throwing him under the bus. But ladies and gentlemen, it's MasterChef. We are almost to the finale. Um, we have a great show for you. Um, super intense episode that we're going to break down. And we also have a special guest, and it's a return guest, our first return guest of the season. And I'm so excited to talk to her. But first off, I'm Lim Gonzalez, and you probably already know that because you're watching the show. But... Uh, I have people here with me. I'm not here by myself. And I'm really glad because um, one of them has been gone traveling the globe. Uh, She's been worldwide. Um, I thought she wasn't coming back. Um, I was afraid. But she did come back. She stopped by. I think she's going to Tahiti right after this show. Um, There's a plane outside waiting for uh, in Burbank. uh, Really fueled up, ready to go. But Ashley Cheney's here. Oh, I was hoping it was going to be me. That plane is for me. And we are going to Tahiti. It's also filled with gold. It's an awesome plane. And there's room for everyone. So if y'all want to jump on. I love that intro. Hey, guys. I'm glad to be back. I I haven't, uh, haven't been all over the globe, but I did miss you guys. I'm happy to be back. She has, man. She's modest. But, you know, you know what hasn't been over the globe? Um... Is uh, Frank Moran? He's he's here. Um, he's always here. Lim's constantly asking me, "Don't you want to take some time off? Don't you want to just go somewhere, anywhere?" And I'm like, "No, Lim. I want to be here with you." Oh man, I love it. Um, yeah. So anyway, as I said, we have a special guest, and uh, this particular guest that we have on, we've had her on once before. And I'm so glad that she's with us because the reason why she's with us is she's still on the show in the running to be the next match chef in the top three. Ashley is with us. Yeah, Ashley. Yeah. Ashley, how are you doing? I'm great. How do you think I'm doing? (laughs) Right. It's funny how this works because like, you know, TV, right? You know, this has been filmed already. So the outcome has already happened. But I'm sure as you're watching this, you get to relive all these moments and all the things that happens. Like you said, you're doing great. You're in the top three, like all over again. Um, What was the feeling when you when you watched this particular episode back and seeing yourself in that top three and what you had to go through to get there? I could just feel the intensity that I had walking into the kitchen. Like I could see it on my face. Normally I'm like, 
okay, what are they going to do today? But I could tell, I like, guess, down to the, the five of us at the top of the hour, and I wasn't coming to play. Like, mm. I, I could just look at my face and could immediately tell what I was thinking. And I didn't, like, I came to, like, slay them out of the competition. Like, for real, for real. <laughs> the <karate top. laughs> yes. I will get you. Especially because we were going head to head. And there's something in me and my past as, like, an athlete that loves that. Like, I feed off of that. So mm. I was ready. Like, I was ready. Dope. Yeah. Dope. What do you guys think um, about just how everything went down, the format of, of what they did with the first hour, five, going to three, going to two, and then what they did in the second hour? What do you guys think? Every time, so every oh, time we walk in the kitchen and it's set up differently, it's like, you know, it's about to go down. Yeah. You just don't know what craziness they're going to throw at you yet. And, um, oh my God, it started with like, you know, the very like dramatic, <laughs> the beef coming down from the sky. <laughs> right. And, um, I knew like it was a whole nother energy in the kitchen. I almost call it an arena sometimes, especially <laughs> like last night, like it was an arena and you're facing your competition. Like, I think that might've been the first time we had the setup like that, where I'm looking you square in your face, <laughs> trying to take you down for some kebabs, you know, for <laughs> right. and then the meatball setup was different, but it's just, man, it makes you a competitor. And if you're not, right. you know, if you don't like that and you want like people away from you, like you're just not gonna vibe with that. But I loved it. I loved every second. I just knew I did not want to be down there when Gordon lifted up his cloche and revealed <laughs> whatever he had concocted in his mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, all right, Ashley, be honest with us. When, because there's always a little bit of the Master Chef kind of cheese that they'll put on for just some of the intros for <sighs> the either the elimination test or any of the pressure tests or the uh, just the competitions that you're doing, the challenges. For this one, they have they come out, they drop the beef, but then they have uh, uh, Chef Aron, Joe, and then uh, Gordon do their little bits of the intro for what that uh, that elimination from five yeah. to ultimately two. Yeah. Uh, how many times did they film that? Because for me, I was yeah, like, I, I also like to know. Yeah, that, that. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're like super legit, and I don't even say that because I love all of them, but they maybe did that two times. Oh, if wow. anyone had like not in a row, but right. it was just like boom. Let's get who was first. Oh, Chef Aron was first. Let's mm -hmm. get his. Um, and then I don't think that anyone really made a mistake unless oh. it just needed to like a camera angle or something like that. Mm -hmm. But we did not film that a lot of times. Wow. I would say uh -huh. max, maybe two. Someone had to repeat something, but it was just like that. Boom. We're doing kebabs. Boom. Meatballs. Mm -hmm. Boom. Uh, you know, then face off for whatever Gordon has to present. Gotcha. That's a good question, though, Frank. Do, they, do you guys ever have, is there like a rehearsal day or a run-through day or any kind of? No, you need to come, you know, to, there's like set life and then competition life, but you need to come to set ready. Like you need to come to set knowing that there's going to be a competition that day or a challenge that day. And that's it. There's no rehearsal. Like what even you when you do your interviews, <laughs> yeah, you have to like check yourself because they got They'll keep all that footage. <laughs> all of it. What do you mean? Sorry, I just want to dive into that a little bit. What do you mean the difference between set life and competition life? Well, because I feel like, you know, you don't just get there and then walk into the kitchen. You have to put your apron on and everything mm. like that. 
um, make sure no one looks crazy, like I think I've said before. And then it's okay, it's call time, so let's go ahead. The judges are ready for you and okay. go about your, your business. It really is just making sure the judges are ready mm-hmm. um, so that we can get started. Because if they're not ready and they have to consult or do anything like that, then we can't start right away. Right. Because right. so. we, we certainly know, I mean, the, the, the time that you actually shoot this, it's good. It's much shorter than what we see in terms of the season airing because we're seeing right. it once a week. You're doing it mm-hmm. at a much quicker pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it pretty much every single day or is it do you have a day competition, day off, day competition, day off? Yeah, I'm not going to give too much away because season 10 just needs to get through it on their own. Oh, um, but I will say, because I didn't have no help, so right. I'm spilling that kind of tea. Okay, um, I, I will say that it is a very strenuous, rigorous schedule. Mm. We are okay. always doing something for the competition. I will say that much. I Got can it. imagine. Okay. Let's uh, dive into uh, this first episode. So, uh, we're at the top five, and you find out, like you said, the beef comes down with the little <laughs> nasty little smoke and everything. Smoke. Super dramatic. Uh, at first, I was like, what is that? I didn't even know it was beef at first. I was like, is that a car? Yeah, like, what why is are they that? dropping down like, this what big is, like, at, Right. Yeah. I, I was, yeah, like, like a mound of rock or something. Anyway, yeah. it, was, a, it was beef. A slab of beef. Um, yeah. And so, you know, obviously, they say how this is going to go down. So it's going to be all five of you cooking. Then it's going to three people cooking. And then it's going to be a face-off. And um, right. I was interested in the fact that they chose, of all the things that you can make, was beef skewers. I know. what a ra- I mean, I it guess, was, so that it, to their judge's point, though, they met, made a comment about, like, it's actually more challenging than you, than think, you think because of, you know, consistently cutting the, the mm-hmm. um, skewers mm-hmm. and cooking them on all, all – Whatever four sides or right. or whatever, but yeah, I, that's not like a go to dish that I would think of. Yeah, when I, think of beef. I was just yeah, I was thinking it was interesting. What do you think, Ashley? When you we saw that was the first challenge. Yeah, I mean they like I mean really I think how y'all felt in terms of it being like amp and live. I felt the same way, and then when I saw kebabs, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure, <laughs> let's do this. You know, put me with a grill and I'm chilling. Yeah. Um, but the gotcha gotcha is the fact that they gave us, I believe, a New York strip. So it was a cut ah. of meat that was, I would say, the wrench, the monkey wrench, whatever that expression is, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. where it was supposed to be, okay, this is top five. You have to consider everything. Don't just think that it's a kebab. So, you know, you do this on the weekends for the holidays, whatever. No, it's also the cut of beef that they're giving you and then what there should you really be using mm. right all in that cut because a lot of us got or a lot of us at this point i think maybe two of us mm-hmm. um got critiques on too much too strong of a marinade mm-hmm. for the elevated cut that we did receive right. so uh-huh, we're still uh-huh. learning even at top five like i, I took a, a, a immediate Mental note. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, all right, no That's problem. I got you. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of that, we saw Bowen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Bowen. Really like, and and this has been Bowen Bowen's thing this whole journey Oof. is that he. He sees things a certain way and he like that's how he wants to do it. Yeah. Even though he's got special instructions of how to do it or why it should be done. He's like, mm, uh, this is how I'm going to do it. And I think that 
up to this point, it's worked for him because it's typically delicious, even though yeah. it may not look right, right, but it still always tastes good. And I think that's helped him get past this point. But now it's top five. And yeah. so there's really little room for error. And he literally changed the dish like he was doing some Julianne. Like, yeah, yeah, Julianne, the vegetables and um, it was cooked put uneven. On. Yeah. yeah. The way he put it on, like. It was just a trip, and I'm sure, you know, Ashley's probably like, yeah, you do that, Bowen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ashley, that, I mean, Bowen has got that note so many times this season. For you, uh, having, you know, hung out with Bowen even outside of the competition arena, does Bowen acknowledge that he is deliberately not listening to them and kind of going his own way, or does he seem just he's not picking up on what they're saying? Mm. Bowen. Oh, Bowen. <laughs> um. Oh, Bowen. It's funny that you say, oh, Bowen, we've got our resident chef panelist cooking with Carlina in the chat room, and her exact comment was, oh, Bowen. Oh, exactly. (laughs) She says hi. Um, She loves you. Is he not actually listening? No, he's listening. He is listening. He's a smart cookie, Uh that Bowen. Um, He's listening, but I think there's an edge of, I can get away with it. Mm. Like I believe that I can get away with it because I'm Bowen. Mm. Um, and it just didn't work. It did not work. And we saw it again with the meatballs, Mm -hmm. the panko on the outside. Joe was not having it. All of the (laughs) judges to be fair, not just to Joe, they were, this might've been the harshest. Oh, I don't know if it was the harshest, but it felt like the harshest like critique. They were not letting anything slide, you know, Mm. to the, to the aspect of like the the kebabs need to be exactly mm. consistent every slice and chunk. Mm-hmm. So to go out of the box, this was not the time to do it. Right. It really wasn't, it, it, especially with Italian meatballs. Like, right. no, you don't yeah. do that. Well, going back to the kebabs, um, Bowen, yeah. he changed up the dish, you know, yes. as, as he does. Uh, his stuff was cooked uneven. Uh, you had Sam who omitted the peppers. Her steak was too rare. Uh, Jerron had jerk season. They they said he was yeah. good. Um, yeah. Ashley, yours your comment was a little fatty and your chimichurri. Um, right. Did you agree with that critique? I uh, I've gotten the critique about I don't know. I think that they don't appreciate or like the mm-hmm. raw garlic that I use. That's a very like Latin Cuban aspect, I guess. That I needed to shake out mm. of the like. Out of that moment, I needed to not ever do that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was just too pungent for their liking. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, I respect their opinion. That's right. what I'll say. There we go. And there we go. that's honestly how I felt then. Like, I was pissed off. I, mm-hmm. I really was. I was upset that I wasn't um, picked right away. Right. But at the same time, you're judging me. So if you're telling me something that I need to listen to, hopefully that helps me in the next round. But, you know, I was like, damn, here we go with this palette differences. <laughs> right, right. Which I'm sure you probably did with, you know, throughout the yeah. entire season. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people it worked and a lot of people it did not. Um, in this right. particular first challenge, Jerron and Caesar were safe. Uh, yeah. So you basically did have to move on to the second challenge, uh, yeah. which was the meatballs, which we talked about. The um, meatballs. Which, um, and, and Joe was, right, the meatballs. Um, so Joe, he was saying, you know, that, and I would think as a novice, not even a novice cook, as a, just a novice, like someone who does not right. cook and just eats food, um, I would think 
that meatballs would be something that is simple. Oh, would and, you and, now, and, 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 and in retrospect <laughs> to other things. But he made a point, Joe did, because this was his dish, right? He made a point that it's not easy. And I'm, you know, since you're here with us, Ashley, do you concur with that? Is that meatballs is not an easy thing? I concur with it completely. And you're also, you're not just making you know, meatballs and gravy or meatballs and sauce, however mm-hmm. you like to call it, mm-hmm. um, for anybody. You're making them for Joe Bastianich. Yeah. So Talk he has probably about... had hundreds of thousands of his mom's meatballs. Right. And now that's what, you know, his palate is He's educated with mm-hmm. Lydia Bastianich's meatballs. I'm right. just saying. Yeah. Right. So it was not... It was a really good challenge, I would say, because that's it. Like, it's just the meatballs. You mm-hmm. had to concentrate on one thing. You can't hide behind, you know, oh, this little flair, adding this little extra ingredient. There was none of that. It was mm-hmm. a very concise board. You needed to have technique. You needed to know what went in a meatball classically and how to cook it and, and so that it cooked through. Like, it was actually... It was rightfully so a challenge, I would say. And they also put out multiple proteins just to see, again, what are you thinking? Are you following the rules? Are you following what Joe is saying? Um, And have you improved from the last challenge? Because you really, like the five of us, or there's, what, three at this point? Mm -hmm. You really have the chance to improve um, while you're down there. And you needed to show that as well. I see. You were the only one putting the milk in your breadcrumbs. Where'd you learn that? My mom and my grandma. Yeah. Um, You know, I just, I don't know. And and my mom told me last night, she she was like, what? Lydia's Joe's mom? Oh my gosh, I watch her all the time. So I don't know if, you know, she got a little trick or two from her or (laughs) where grandma got it from. But they clearly knew to do that because it was highlighted as one of the positive comments luckily mm-hmm. yeah. and you know i don't know it's just i think it's just it's supposed to make them a little bit more tender like and you make the um brandad with the uh bread either breadcrumbs mm. or actual stale bread and milk mm. well actually the the judges they had said that uh timing had been an issue for you all season long do you agree with that assessment yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah i do yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, what do you think has been such a struggle for you in just trying to get timing under control? It's not a struggle. I think for me, if you give me 30 minutes, I'm going to use, you know, 29 minutes and 59 seconds. Like I (laughs) am not trying to stand there and have extra time because then they'll throw that in your face. Mm. Oh, you stood there and, you know, you was twiddling your fingers. So I don't want any of that. I think. You know, I think they like the pressure. I think they like those little moments where I got them sweating and having heart attacks. I heard that all <laughs> Sweating and having heart attacks. I felt like if I wasn't doing that, then I wasn't doing my job. Right. Because... That's what I'm doing. That's well, what I'm bringing to the table. That's the interesting thing, too, because we're watching it now. But filming, because, you know, we're, we're getting to hear everybody's mics at the same time. But for you, yeah. while you're actually in the process of doing that challenge... Can you hear the judges when they... They seem so close, don't they? they? Yeah, but are you hearing any of that? Mm-hmm. That challenge, they were very... They were closer than normal. Mm. Super close. I mean, they could... They they saw everything. Like, 
Oh my God. They were so, they were super, super, super close. And normally like the distance from the stage, you could be, you know, maybe station eight because there might be 16 people or Mm -hmm. station five because there's 10 people, but no, they was in our faces as much as they wanted to. (laughs) Right. And, um, yeah, just like super close. Hmm. But Last. like, couldn't you hear their comments as they're going? Like, because because that's what made Bowen redirect, right? Because he heard them talking. Like, why is he? Well, I guess they came over and talked to Bowen. They talked. Like, they actually talked. They to talked him. to him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they talked but I to feel him. like you could overhear their comments and like pivot, right? No, just me. See, that's the thing. I don't know which. At certain times, they whisper to themselves, and then at certain times, they are raising their voice at you, like mm-hmm. directing it to you, like mm-hmm. Samantha, what are you doing? Ashley, what are you? So you can hear them. Um, did you just do that? Like, and you kind of look up out of just pure shock, mm. <laughs> maybe fear sometimes, <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know. I could, I could hear them. I just don't remember if there were certain comments I couldn't hear that they made louder on the TV, um, in the editing, but yeah. Well, the, the good thing is you got past this challenge. So Yay. you were safe. Yay. <laughs> So you did not have to go to the sudden death, uh, which sudden was death. very intense. Um, that third yeah. challenge. So that was between, obviously, uh, Sam and Bowen. Uh, and I've seen this before, mm-hmm. and they've done this on, uh, we've covered uh, Hell's, Kitchen, Hell's Kitchen, and they've done this on Hell's Kitchen before. So I'm sure this is a Gordon Ramsay staple. Um, but yeah. the, the temperatures of the filet mignon, and they had to do a well done, a medium, and a rare. First of all, mm-hmm. how glad were you that you didn't have to do this challenge? Um, first off. <laughs> And it just seemed like very, very intense. Oh yeah! Like the music that they pick for this is just like <laughs> you're like oh, oh, like it's. But I know it's intense. I know it's intense. But Find the added, the gladiator right? Music. Exactly. It's it's so intense. Um, and did you have? I'm just curious, knowing how things were going, especially mm-hmm. with Bowen um, as a whole. Did you did you think Samantha was going to best Bowen in this last challenge? I was really nervous for Bowen, to you be were. honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember. There's a moment in um, in the episode, and he's, like, smacking <laughs> his Wellington. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we're up there like, my dude, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it's going to be Southbury State. Yeah. Afterwards, he, I mean, he went to town for, like, it felt like two minutes because, you know, just being there. Probably yeah. 30 seconds, which is still way too much way for too much. Uh, a filet mignon. Yeah smacking it and I was like oh my gosh the temperatures are going to be off because if you start with a a Wellington that's you know this uh, with this size thickness Mm -hmm. and then you smack it to down a little bit smaller and shorter that can also throw you off in terms of something overcooking or undercooking Mm -hmm. so I was worried for him from the get go to be honest with you and then um, when they were placing their when samantha was placing her wellingtons on that like um wooden board Mm -hmm. we thought it was blood we thought one of them we thought her well done was bleeding and i was Mm. like oh girl but it was it was um the oil i guess the additional oil or juices that she had on the outside so there was like different moments in their challenge where i was like oh no bowen oh Mm -hmm. no samantha Mm -hmm. so it never seemed clear cut at any given time and then of course bowen had his flames going we're like damn (laughs) (laughs) is the challenge this uh, because meat is going to cook while it's resting so you have to cook it a little under where they need it to be and let as it's resting 
bring it up to exactly where you needed to go? Perfect. Look at y'all. Oh, look at that. I guess I learned something. Good for us. Yeah, that's exactly it. And, you know, well done. Gets so much bashing Mm -hmm. in the MasterChef competition. So if you don't do it right and it becomes leather, that's a problem, even though they're asking for it. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't incinerate it, you know. And then the rare one, it can't be blue, which Mm -hmm. just means like it's mooing, basically. Right. Right. (laughs) And there is a fine balance. Yeah, that was was great. Oh, look at me. I mean, I knew that too. Right. I just didn't say it. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So, um, obviously, you know, we know Bowen was eliminated. So, Samantha was safe. So, mm-hmm. that becomes now the top four. And then you go into this team challenge, which is the second hour. And um, so, Caesar, he basically gets to pick his partner and he picks Ashley. Yay. Um, which I thought was like, which I thought was a nod to you. Um, did you expect that? I mean, how did you feel when he picked you first? Well, first of all, we didn't know who I can't remember like the whole like spiel ahead of time. I just remember when Joe was like, oh, Caesar, because you had the most mystery box challenge wins. Mm. And I was like, damn it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, because he and I are only off by one. Actually, he and I and Jerron are only off by one. So uh, Samantha uh, didn't have any, but Jerron and I had one uh, and then Caesar had two. And I'm like, Ugh. Mm. so that was already, I was like, okay, <laughs> right. how is this going to go? Right. And, um, no, I was hoping he picked me I, to, to, uh, to be honest with you. I knew he wasn't going to pick Samantha cause uh-huh. that, you know, I mean, there's strategy there though. You right. can pick the person you think you can hands down beat in the uh, finale. Yes. Yep. Yes. yes. For sure, exactly. especially the way it went down. Exactly, that's a that's a strategy. Um, which I would have been happy with Jerron, but mm-hmm. I knew he yeah. wasn't going to pick Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> so you were like, "Oh, I'm the one. It's going to pick me." Um, and this is when you find out that um, the mentors come out of the judges. So yeah. we have Jonathan Waxman, um, who I'm very familiar with through Top Chef. Yep. He's been on several times. You're still losing um, it right now, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> you're in his, you're in his um, right now. Lydia Bastianich, which is obviously Joe's mother, which um, is interesting because uh, Carlina uh-huh. was mentioning about her and how you know just popular she is and in, in the culinary world. And Daniel Balud, who I wasn't familiar with, I've seen his his face before, um, but. I Obviously, big shot. I mean, yeah. you know, he's been on tough stuff shot. as well as like judges and stuff. Okay, boom, yeah. there it is. That's probably where I've seen him. Um, so obviously, titans in the culinary world. Um, how was it to see them and then have them find out that they're going to be judging you in this next competition? What? Okay, like, so you have to split that in half, right? Gotcha. Seeing them first, uh-huh. I was like a ten-year-old child. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, you know. We got the apple juice box and the snack. Like, it's crazy. Um, I just felt so excited because I think Titans is a perfect word. Mm -hmm. I've thrown myself into the industry in terms of, like, doing research and studying and reading books and watching as much as I could because I wasn't, you know, I was teaching. So I had to do whatever I could to just, like, become more knowledgeable. So I've looked up to, especially Danielle. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I've, I've, I've just, oh my gosh. Seeing them was <laughs> a shock. I oh, literally I am like yeah. having, getting my life right now <laughs> um, all <laughs> over again. 
And I just couldn't stop smiling. Like I was like, oh, yes, pearly white. <laughs> I was just beaming, beaming when they walked in. And um, then finding out that they're judging us. Right. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like crack the knuckles. Let's mm, go. Let's like, go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Game on. Game so, on. Because to impress them, uh-huh. you know, that's irreplaceable. That's such a unique experience and opportunity. Oh, mm-hmm. of course. Well, and, and for you, because you've by this far in the season, you know how uh, Joe, Gordon, and Aron are in terms mm-hmm. of how they yeah. judge what they're looking for. But now you've got their mentors. Does it did that could throw you off? Because you while you know them, you don't know exactly what they're looking for. But I've studied them, so I really wasn't scared or scared, you know. I was not <laughs> I was not worried essentially about them judging me. I, I literally won every like I wanted every challenge that this competition had to offer. So I was fearless in that regard. I just wanted to make sure if they're telling us we can cook anything we can anything we want, mm-hmm. but put ourselves on the plate that I I accomplished that task. Mm. So that's what I was really, really focused on. Like, I wanted to be around them. Like, come, try my food. (laughs) But, you know, make sure that we are reaching the goals that they've set forth for us. Right. And so they tell you that you basically can make whatever dish you want. um, And you have 60 minutes to make three identical dishes. Um, how did you come? Cause obviously you're paired with Caesar. You yeah. came up with the grilled pork chop with the Swiss charge. How did you come up with that together as a whole? Um, that okay. dish? Yes. Fabulous story. I love this because I, Caesar and I was, were talking a whole lot. I wish they would have showed more of our teams in the pantry because we were talking like the whole, I mean the whole time, even when we were getting ingredients, we're like, you know, what about this? What about this? What about this? So it was, you know, slightly chaotic in there um, because we have to recipe develop and get the ingredients with someone else this mm-hmm. time. Um, but I wanted to, my game plan was working, working with anybody, but I guess specifically Caesar, I wanted to use some of the past challenges and have that influence our dish mm. to really show off like you three have truly mentored us through this competition to the point where I'm taking past challenges and allowing it to influence what we're doing. So the Swiss chard, I, you know, thought back to the scraps challenge, like let's use the leaves and the stem. Um, he was thumbs up on doing the pork and I just got some rave reviews from Joe. Luckily, um, on my grilling. So I was like, let's do that. Uh, but it can't be, you know, it can't be basic. And then Caesar thought of like this incredible spice rub to put on the outside with peppers that I hadn't heard of actually. So that, that was a chance for his heritage to shine. And then again, I remembered all the way back. I'm like, not kidding. All the way back to the walnut challenge when Caesar had, um, he took the corn and made like a, a milk out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Caesar, right. we got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so he did that with the mango sauce. And we had to kind of like work that because it can be tricky, this corn milk aspect. And then the plantains came into play because I won the very first challenge with plantains. But I wanted to show them that, you know, I can still be creative even though I've served this 
ingredient to you before. So it was literally like all of that was happening in my mind. Like, can we do this? Can we do this? What challenge, you know, should, can we highlight? Should we highlight? So that's how we really developed that dish. And I was so proud. Like I was so happy before they even tasted it because I truly felt it was Caesar and I, like our culinary perspective on a plate. So mm. I was like, yes, Caesar. <laughs> Thank you. They they loved it, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think the one critique they said it was that it was a little sweet, uh, but the plating was great. Um, and, um, ultimately you guys won, like that's what matters. You guys had the winning dish. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love there was one moment, um, and I wanted to kind of get what was going through, um, your mind because you grabbed Caesar's hand. Um, what was going through? I don't know. You probably don't even remember that because everything was so going on. No, no, I remember. But you grabbed his hand and it was like, it was a good moment. Um, and I was just wondering what was going through your mind when you did that. So they ate so much of our plate. <laughs> I was astounded. You know, you thought, I thought they were going to take like a little cute bite. They did not take a little cute bite. Like they started with their little cute bite and then they just went to town, like eating, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you know, these three chefs and icons are literally in my face eating my food. And then when they came up to critique us, it was just positive thoughts. And I'm literally standing there like, Caesar, we did it. Not that we won, but like we, I felt like we impressed them just from their comments. And I don't know, I guess I love like <laughs> body contact. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I love body contact. I love body contact too. Don't worry, Ashley. <laughs> I think it was just a moment of endearment. Like we did it. We did it. And I just, I feel like I grabbed his hand or his arm or something like that. Like be in this moment with me because we just pulled this off. They haven't tried the other dish yet, but we just pulled this moment off regardless of who else is in here. Like we just did this Mm. and these icons are eating our food. So a little celebration. That's amazing. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. Um, Obviously, like I said, you now you're on the top three. Um, And um, we're going to watch next week and see what happens. Yeah, uh, yes. I know it's going to be even crazier. Um, obviously, they're going to bring other people back and the chefs back. But um, I want to thank you for joining us and like, giving us the breakdown of everything that went down. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And congratulations to you. Yes. And we're going to be excited to see you. yes what happens thank next you. week. So I'm, I'm sure you're going to watch too and be like, oh my gosh, what happened? No, she's yeah. not going to watch. <laughs> right. like, nah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, Ashley, before we let you go, where yep. can the people find you on social media? Okay, what's up, world? Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> so on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram or IG, you can find me at Envy by Mincy, E-N-V-I-E-B-Y-M-I-N-C-E-Y. Oh, Yay. there it is. Ashley! Yay! Yeah. Yay. Yay. Thank Shout you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we just over here doing thanks. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. We appreciate it. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Ashley. Uh, bye. Man, uh, that's amazing. Um, Frank, why don't you talk more about Afterbus since you know she she talks so much about what we were doing. Lena Gonzalez, the master of the segue. Yeah. Right there. That's what uh, I do. You, you know, uh, speaking of masters though, you know, Afterbuzz. You know, they're the masters of producing after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality, TV, sci-fi, and more, there's no network 
None. Not that works harder to serve television fans, but we need your help. So we're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our YouTube channel, I, I, it'll suggest content that's tailor-made for you. You know, you'll have, ha, help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, Ashley, do they have to worry about them? I don't have to worry about them. No. They're optional. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out the other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as mm-hmm. well. And let us know you did so in the air. And you know what? The poet saint himself <laughs> is going to free associate <laughs> next week. Yes. During season finale, a great shout out to one of you lucky people that have told us that you've uh, subscribed right. there in the comments. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, bring your bring your hankies. It's going to bring a tear to your eye. So for now, though, until next week when you get to hear this dope, dope free association that the Poet Saint's going to throw out, thanks for being the best TV fans or the best fans in the world and for helping us make us the ESPN of TV talk. Yes. That's right. Thank you, Frank. Quick shout out to the people in the live chat. We had yeah. a couple people tuning into the live chat. Cooking with Carlina, we miss you. Thanks for tuning in. Alex Vergara, hey, good to, to have you here in the live chat. And Strat Ocaster, I see what you did there. Uh, thanks for joining us. Everybody, make sure you can always tune into our live chat. We love to... Um, we love to talk with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, real quick, before we do predictions on the finale, um, it did get down to, obviously, the bottom two. Uh, and uh, between Jerron and Sam, did you guys know that Jerron was going to best? Um, I, I, I did. Yeah, but well, because it's got to come down to the finale where they each have each to have, have a horse one. in the race. Yes. Yeah. yes. It, so it's got to come down to that. But, I mean, honestly, based on... I feel like Jerron's trajectory over the last several weeks mm-hmm. and Sam's, it seemed like he was more in an incline than she was more in a decline, personally. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's just that, and we heard it several times during this episode that's, right. uh, that Samantha, you know, she just doesn't handle the pressure mm-hmm. well. Absolutely. Yeah. And when that group challenge, when they were both working together, she really was struggling and he had to kind of, I feel like, pick up the slack. Then she hurt her leg. Like it was just a lot. And then she forgot the gelatin yes. for the, uh, yes. the muscle moose. Exactly. I can say this. I can say this. I can say this. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you can't. she's super young. I mean, I think it was she her is. time. 20 and, years old. And, and they come into that. Yeah. Let's not forget. I mean, that was so super generous of Chef Ramsay to mm-hmm. pay for her yes. culinary school. So really she's dope. set. Like this is all good for her. Nothing. She learned a hell of a lot. Now mm-hmm. she gets to go to culinary school. School, keep learning, keep maturing a bit so that she can handle some of those stressful situations right. a bit better. And I think she's got a great shot at 20 years old to be cooking at the level she is to take her up to the top five, four, four or five. Yeah. She's in good shape. Top four, yeah. Top four. Yeah. yeah. It, it was interesting because usually by this point, as people get eliminated, they do something to maybe help them after the show. In this case, mm-hmm. for Samantha, it was a cooking lessons. Bowen, though, and I, and I wonder with Bowen, it's just because he doesn't really follow the rules. He doesn't. And I yeah. wonder if that makes him kind of a risky bet for anybody to want to kind of invest in. I think so. And I think that's, that's where they were at, too, with it. Yeah. Uh, let's get into predictions. Let's do that. Your After Buzz TV predictions. All right. So, um, top three, right? So, Jerron, Ashley, and our Caesar. boy, Caesar, who we talked to last week. Really great interview. Um, who do you think's taking it? I, boy, you know, I feel like out of all of them, the underdog is the uh, is Jerron. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Caesar. Okay. You're going to Caesar? Ah, crap. I mean, I wanted to say, it's funny because I, did, I didn't think, I did not expect Caesar to be in the top three. Okay. Um, I want it to be Jerron. I'm going Jerron. You're going Jerron? Right. I'm going Jerron. Go. And that's a flip for me, y'all, because I, I've... Didn't think he'd make it this far. <laughs> I, I love Jerron. I love everybody. I love everybody yeah. that's that's made up there. So Ashley's awesome. Um, I'm going Jerron because we just talked to Ashley. And, uh, mm-hmm. anyway, Jerron, and, and now so you don't like Ashley. There you and go. Now, uh, no. Nice. I love Ashley. That's Great. Awesome. Got a great that's name. what you wanted to hear. I think um, it, it's hard. I'm, 
I, I agree with you on Jerron. I mean, we interviewed him. He's great. Um, I also didn't think he would make it this far, and I'm glad that he did because yep. um, he's killing it. Um, but I think it's definitely between Caesar and Ashley, and I think it's going to depend on what they're cooking. Yeah. Um, I feel like Caesar, I say like he might have a little bit of an edge just because he seems to be able to kind of uh, adapt really like cook outside the box, like come up with things like the corn, um, whatever, whatever that was, the the, the corn, corn milk, yeah. corn milk, um, like stuff like that. He's able to impress on that level. But Ashley also has been probably the most consistent out of everybody out of the top. She three. sure has. You're so, right about yeah, them. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll you, be interesting. Yeah, don't uh, sleep on Ashley. Yeah. yeah they've oh, they've, all, they've all got a, a horse in this race. Exactly. Oh yeah, for sure. There's no weak the links at all. Not really, but, uh, but it was a good try. Horse, dog, anyway, <laughs> dog in this fight. Yeah, they're good to go. Great, there, you go. there, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that's been our show. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. Thank Ashley again for joining yeah! us. So dope. I can't wait to see what happens next week. Uh, and I know Ashley's you can not, too. That Lem's not supporting Ashley. Yeah, you know what? I've been your host, Lem Gonzalez, <laughs> who supports everybody. Um, and you can find me everywhere at The Poet Saint. Uh, and also, you can check out my website, stayonthemic.com. Ashley Cheney. That's me. Guys, if you want to talk to me online about what you're watching on Netflix or what you're eating or cooking in your kitchen, please do so at Ashley on Camera. I love to talk with you all there. Ashley on Camera. There you go. Lim has never supported me, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Happy Go Jackie on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, get ready. Make sure you, you comment in those uh, those comments. You subscribed because uh, you know that poet saint, sweet sweet dope Free rhyme coming your way. Yep, next week. That's right. Anyway, um, all right, y'all. Until next week, we will see you finale. Yeah. Peace. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.